This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 426 of the Stable Scoop Show. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our wonderful sponsors this week are Horselovers.com, Dr. Rose's Remedies, and Horseware. Helena tells us about her weekend at the Westport Hunter Pace. Canadian auditor Nicole Lutzma is our listener of the week. And our Horselovers.com product of the week is the Ovation Olympia Tall Boots. Listen in. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the Stable, it's every week. They bring you the news through hail or high water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop calls. It's time again for Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. This is Glenda Geek. And this is Helena B. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Well, I enjoyed listening last week to you and Jennifer describe your wedding. I listened to the beginning of the show so I could hear all about it. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I'm a happily married woman. Yay. Uh, so you're still happy? It's two weeks later. You're still married. <laughs> you're <laughs> yes, still living there. You're doing okay? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing has exploded. Okay, good. Uh, you yeah, know how it changes happy. sometimes after you get married. I didn't yes, know. Yes, I know. I know, I know. Probably not in two weeks, though. I, mean, <laughs> I we'll, should we'll, hope not. We'll give it four <laughs> weeks, and then we'll check. I'll check back in another couple, okay? Yeah. Yeah, keep checking in on us. Now I now I have to get officially get Buck on the Horse Husbands episode as a husband. Let me tell you, he is the best horse husband ever. Uh, do you think he's going to say you're the best horse wife ever? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, I am. You better. I am. You fuck you better. I think he will. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was really good. I had to get up at the crack of dawn to go to the hunter pace on Sunday. Yeah, and he I saw a picture. He was great. It was great. It looked fun. Uh, yeah, the the official fo- I haven't I haven't gotten my hands on the official photographs yet, but it was a wicked wicked great time. I was just so happy that I got a chance to go, but um the woman that I went with, she picked me up in her trailer, cute little trailer, and um she wanted to go early. And it was the first time that she was taking her mare on a hunter pace, so she wasn't quite sure what to expect, and a mutual friend had suggested that she ride out with me because I'm just I'm never in a rush, you know. I don't <laughs> It doesn't have to be a race for me. And Brody's kind of fat and lazy. So we're a good, you know, we're a good group pair to go with. But she wanted to go early. So I ended up getting up at like 530. And uh, got up with me. Had the coffee ready. Helped me load hay nets. It was great. Did he go along to watch? No, he didn't. It's kind of hard to watch. Uh, It is. You you watch people leave and then you watch them come back. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Tell, well, that reminds me. Tell everybody for new listeners that have no idea what a hunter pace is. Uh, what what is a hunter pace? Okay, so hold on a second. I'm taking off my my spurs. I just got <laughs> off my I just got off my horse. That's a whole other story. My spurs are so tight. You know, like it depends. It's just I'm little, so big people 
equipment never fits me right. You know, it's too big. Okay. So what's a hunter pace? A hunter pace is a predetermined cross country course that has uh, several different divisions based on the kind of riding that you want to do. So you're riding a cross country course. It could be anywhere from, you know, six to some of the real long ones are 12 miles long. And, um, it's different kinds of terrain. So the route will go through the woods. It'll go through open fields. It depends on where, what part of the country you're in. And you usually ride in groups of two, three, or four, sometimes five. And they, the idea is the pace is there's an ideal time in which the riders should finish the course. So let's, let's just say on a smaller course, the ideal time will be an hour and 20 minutes. That's the pace time. The competitive part of the event is when you go out with your, your horse and your group is to get as close to the pace time as possible. So whoever gets as close to it as possible gets the so, ribbon. For so their it's division. optimum time. Optimum time. Yes. Gotcha. And there's a flat division. There's a jumping division. And then once you get into the jumping divisions, you can, you can pick which height you want to do. Um, and then they also have from the one that we went to, they have a short course, which, for you know, short people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or short, short attention span, short fitness levels, whatever. Keep it with ADD, take the short course. Right. Yeah. But it's a really great way to um, have your horse ride. Your, your horse does kind of need to know how to ride in a group, but you can do, you can go out in pairs. So if your horse is really only comfortable riding out with one other horse, it's, it's a great way to introduce them to cross country. Now, is, um, it, is it pairs and fours and sixes or is it the group size matter? The group size does not matter. Okay. You just, you don't go alone. So it's not like golf. You go out in foursomes. No. Okay. Nope. You can pick, and you don't want it to be too big of a group because, you know, the, some of the routes through the woods get kind of narrow and, you know, you don't, Slow and they pay, yeah. they space you out. So when you go through the start, um, so some hunter paces will have you start at a specific time slot, like, you know, from nine to nine thirty or from 10, 15 to 10 30. This particular hunter pace they, it's, you go when you get there, but the times were from 8 a.m. with the last rider out at 12 noon. So we got there um, at about 8.30 and ended up getting on the trail at 9 o'clock. But they pace you. So we go out, and then there's somebody at the start who waits and counts, and they space you like three to five minutes apart so you guys don't get all bunched up when you're out on the trail. Now, are there obstacles like bridges and water and... <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's <laughs> obstacles all right there are it, it literally is cross country so we went through there were windmills they're very loud windmills there are some ditches there are some big puddles there are um lots of stone walls there are some logs you know those kinds of obstacles that you can jump but we went out early enough that the tide, because it's near the ocean, the tide was in over this one particular part of the trail. And at first, I thought that the group ahead of us was stuck because the horse wouldn't go through a puddle. And so, you know, my partner and I waited and I'm like, oh, poor girl, she's got to get her horse through the, this puddle. And I'm thinking, well, just have the other horse go through and then let her thoroughbred follow along because that's often just the, the solution to the problem. Get the brave horse to go through the puddle and everybody else will follow. Well, as we came around the turn and saw exactly how big this puddle was, <laughs> we realized it, it really wasn't a puddle at all. It was high tide over the trail. <laughs> 
It was literally high the tide. Ocean. <laughs> over, it was the ocean. Yeah. And um, it was probably about, I don't know, eight inches deep. But you you couldn't tell. Like, the horses couldn't tell what it was. You can tell how deep it was. or And it was really far. It was like 100 feet. So it wasn't just go through a puddle and, you know, the horses could see the other side. It And it was a, a windy trail. So you couldn't even see how far the water went. You just, you had to go. Put your leg on and go. And Brody was like, I could do this, mama. This is fun. <laughs> so, and your partner, uh, brand new horse doing this, did fine? Yes. My partner, Joan, on her, her um, she had a paint mare named Dolce, was fabulous. And she had no idea. This was the first time that Dolce had ever been on a hunter pace. And the mare is relatively new to Joan. So, you know, there was a lot of question marks before we head out. And they were both amazing. They were, Brody and Dolce were they were great trail partners, and they took a lot of the spooky stuff in in stride, literally. Very cool. Now, is the the optimum time? Is it a pretty good pace, or did you get close to it? Or you know what? I didn't even look at the optimum time this time. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Just went out to have fun. Well, we we really didn't look at the time because um, Joan was a little cautious. You know, like me, when you come off enough times and you break stuff. Mm-hmm. You tend to, that reset button gives you a, a different perspective. So she said, that's part of the reason why she went out with me, because I was in no hurry. Uh, she wanted to do walk trot. So we actually spent most of the time walking it. We trotted at the sweet spots, you know, when you've been out on the trails enough, you know exactly where it's primed to trot, where it's primed to canter, and where you don't want to, if you don't know if your horse is rateable, meaning if you don't if you're not 100% comfortable being able to put the brakes on your horse and know that he or she will come back to you, you don't want to let them, you don't want to at all ask for a canner when you're out in the open. Like, save that for another day. So we walked, and therefore we were not really at all thinking about how long it would take us. Well, now you, um, Jennifer just loves hunter paces. That's one of her favorite things to do is a hunter pace, just because of that, because, you know, it's, you know, it's not super competitive. You're out there to have a good time and you can be as competitive as you want to be, which, which makes it a lot of fun for everybody. Absolutely. It's a great place for you to learn. It's a great place for your horse to learn because you can, you can choose your own pace. You really can. The only thing I would say that is a little bit challenging with hunter paces. And it's something that you might want to prepare your horse for before you do a pace is when you're on the trail, there are other groups of riders who may come up behind you at a faster gait. Mm. So if you're walking and there's someone who's cantering through the woods, it's their responsibility to slow up or to call out ahead of time. But sometimes the twists and turns of the trails, they, you, you can't, you could be cantering along and you don't know that somebody's up there at a slower pace, you know? Um, so your horse has to be able to handle another group of horses galloping up behind them, you know, or, or you need to learn how to manage your horse's anxiety. Should that happen? My pony would be gone. <laughs> Scooter would be like, I'm out of here. We'll see you next week. It was really interesting. Um, it was the only thing that caused Brody to stiffen up on this route. And interestingly, I, the first couple of times he did it, I was like, Oh crap, what's he going to spook at? You know, is there like, you're looking around and you're like, there's nothing. There's, there's some sunlight in the woods that could do it. You know, some pink flowers that are a little brighter than the rest of the surrounding foliage. 
But you're like, what? What really are you going to spook at? And he would go rigid. And I would look back at Joan and say, what do you see? What is this? What do you see anything? And she's like, no. And her mare was perfectly calm, head low, relaxed. And sure enough, 10 seconds later, coming off, coming perpendicular out of another trail just ahead was a group of riders at a gallop. Mm. You could, you know, one minute you're standing there thinking, what is my horse doing? And then the next minute you can hear the hoofbeats and then you hear the voices of the riders and you're like, son of a gun. He, he caught that way before I did. So this happened about six times over the eight mile course. And it took me three times to realize that Brody has really good radar for this kind of thing. He wasn't spooky at all. He was just preparing himself for this group of something that was coming, you know? So what we ended up doing was um, when Brody's radar went up, we found a spot a little off the trail where we could move away and let the next group coming through ride on by. And we would, you know, we would say, you know, we're off to the side so that their horses didn't get spooked by us. Um, so once we had, once we figured out that Brody had this really good radar, we were able to come up with a little plan to work on that. And it's a good way to meet a lot of fox hunters do this. And it's usually put on by a hunt, right? It's very often put on by a hunt club. And it, it raises money to preserve the land or to clear trails or to support the hunt club, which a lot of times are, are not-for-profit organizations. Um, but you get everybody. You get ring riders who are looking for a safe and fun way to get out of the ring. A uh, lot of pony clubbers. A lot of pony clubbers mm -hmm. do the hunter paces. A lot of backyard trail riders, you know, because we don't have a lot of competitive events. We, we don't have a lot of goals. So this is a great way to... It's a it's very social, very social event. So it's a really good mix, I think, of all different kinds of disciplines. Very cool. I'm glad I'm glad you got to do that and get your pony out. And, oh, he was a rock star. And Brody, of course, uh, give everybody again new listeners. Uh, you got Brody how many years ago? I got Brody five uh, five years ago, and off of Craigslist, he was in a Morgan barn doing lessons. And he is not a Morgan. He's not a Morgan. <laughs> He's uh what what's called an old time appy. He's he's um he's an appy, but he's got big feet, lots of bone, um, thick neck, and a long tail. And he's not very big. He's only about fifteen two hands, but he's round. And he's like I, I call him my my Cadillac Escalade because he's really comfortable to ride. He's smooth like that. And he's about seventeen years old now. Um, he's I keep him in my backyard. We do some ring work just to stay supple and, and fit. And then we hack out down the road a lot, but that's pretty much the extent of, of what we do. And he's just, and he's not, he is not bomb proof. He will spook at stuff. He's just not a total jerk when he spooks. Right, right. So you do, you kind of need to have your leg on and your eyes open when you're on him, but it's rare. Like, you know, we go past a shiny motorcycle or a flapping pinwheel on someone's lawn He'll give it the hairy eyeball and move on. But well, so yeah. there were lots of things on this trail, on this hunter pace that could have sent him into the next county. But he was a rock star. Well, and that, that's why it also helps going out with other horses. He's not alone out there. 
you know, some of those might have set him off had he been alone. You never Correct. know. Yeah, you never know. Correct. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's one of the cool things. You also got to ju- the reason she was taking her spurs off. We will explain in a few minutes. <laughs> we have to talk about that because you just got done doing something, really, that you kind of take for granted almost, that is the dream and on people's bucket lists. Oh, man. Oh, man. So we'll talk about that in just a moment. First, we have to get to our listener of the week and talk a little bit about horselovers.com. You know, one of the things I don't talk about very often with horse lovers is when you go to their homepage, you're going to find a new arrival section. And it brings it, it talks about all, all the new products they've just brought in. Horse Lovers has one of the largest selections of products online for the horse world, or if not the largest. And I was just looking at some of the new products that arrive trail painted ponies of course coming in for for christmas right that we always talk about those at christmas time well they have the trail of painted ponies pumpkin patch which is a <laughs> pony with pumpkins all over it so uh, that's getting ready for for thanksgiving and halloween and also horse a couple of new horse products from a fleece blanket to winter uh, padded breeches smoky mountain boots has some new styles in as well and the excel elite uh, bridles. They have some new ones of those. I thought it was interesting that one of the new arrivals at horselovers.com was pink camo, pink camo women's perfume. Wow. Yes, you heard me right. Pink camo women's perfume. I don't know what pink camo... What, you, I have to check that out and find out what I, that is. I, I don't know. Yeah. I have no I, idea what that is. I assume it's perfume. Uh, muck boots. New kids styles of muck boots uh, that you can check out. And also some new Perry's stuff as well. And everybody likes Perry's stuff. So ch- you need to go to horselovers.com on a regular basis and look at the new arrivals section. They have a section for new arrivals, bestsellers, sale items, and top rated. And also, of course, the deal of the day, which changes every day. And you can get an email about that too if you just uh, sign up on their website. Now, they do have a, a deal going right now. If you use the code HRN, it'll get you $5 off your next order of $49 or more. So in the coupon code section, just put HRN for Horse Radio Network, and it'll get you $5 off your next order uh, of $49 or more, which coming to the holidays is going to be very easy to do. So that's it, horselovers.com. And now, it, cue the music. It's time for our Listener of the Week. It is the year of the listener. And now, our Stable Scoop Listener of the Week. And our Listener of the Week this week comes to us from Canada. It's her second appearance on shows on the Horse Radio Network this week. She did a review earlier in the week of a little clinic with the queen of dressage, Charlotte Desjardins. She did that on Monday's show on Horses in the Morning and did a terrific job. We're talking about Nicole Lutzma, and she's a human resources specialist out of Ontario. Hi, Nicole. Hello, Glenn and Helena. How are you? Good. It's so good to have you on. You know, uh, thank you so much for having me back. I may have joked a little today on the show about you being a human resources person and talking to us during the day on Facebook. Now, is Facebook allowed at the company? (laughs) Just wondering. Yes, (laughs) I with discretion. (laughs) We can cut that out if you don't want that in there. (laughs) 
She is blushing from here to California. That's what you wanted, isn't it? (laughs) What do you do? So you work for Human Resources. You don't need to say the name of the company. What type of company is it? Um, I work for a university here in Ontario. Oh, well, everybody's on Facebook all day long. You're not the only one there. (laughs) It's a university. So, so, okay, so you're Human Resources. You you deal with the teachers and the customers. Human resources for everybody? Everyone, yeah. Yeah, so um, my specialty is labor relations. So that's kind of our union negotiations um, and any kind of issues that come up with our unionized employees. So it includes all of our faculty, so the professor, professors and teachers, um, as well as all of our support staff from, you know, the custodians on to our accountants and everybody in between as well. So kind of covers the full gamut of stuff that we have here at the university. No politics in her job, Helena. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I man. <laughs> I know. How often do you have to suppress your desire to swear? I mean, you know... Well, I'm lucky that I have my own office, so we're not in a cubicle setting um, like some places are. So I have the luxury of being able to close the door (laughs) as needed and, you know, let out a few choice words at at moments. (laughs) The door is key. I remember having an office with a door and being thankful every day for it. You know, I yeah, think human. But it's, it's not bad. I think human resources people need an award because usually somebody's pissed about something. You have the boss pissed at the at the employee. You have the employee mad that his benefits aren't right, and the, the insurance company has to pay. There's just everything. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, balls up in the air to be juggled all at one time, and you have to make sure that you're in compliance with all of the policies and rules and this and that as well. Um, so it's a bit of a tangled web that you need to untangle um, every now and then, but it's good. It keeps me on my toes. It's always new things coming up. It's new issues or, you know, new stuff that you're dealing with. So I really like it in that respect in that it's always changing and I never get bored. So that's good. And I assume horses are your outlet to get away from all of that? Yes, absolutely. They are. And what what do you have for horses? Yeah. So I have a thoroughbred gelding named Riley. Uh, so he's 10 years old and um, doing some dressage work with him. Uh, when I bought him, he was a hunter. So we're doing a little bit of retraining. Um, I've had him for four years now and it's still ongoing work in progress. But uh, I do think he likes his job and we do lots of hacking and things like that as well. Um, so he's starting to get the hang of things and, and we're enjoying it. Um, and then I have an old, retired Arabian mare named Cricket, uh, but she has kind of been adopted by a family back in my hometown. So I see her when I go back home, um, but they've got three kids that are kind of loving on her and spoiling her in her retirement. So Aww. she's enjoying that life. That's such a nice feeling to know that your horse is loved yeah. and in a, in a happy place. So do you keep your thoroughbred at home or do you board? No, I board him. So um, my trainer that I was working with, um, she just had the opportunity to lease her own facility. Uh, so he's recently moved to a new barn within the past month. Um, unfortunately, it's about an hour away, so it's a bit of a farther drive. Uh, but the facility is just beautiful, and she treats these horses as if they were her own. Um, and so, you know, I think the peace of mind and having that quality of care is, is definitely worth a, a few extra miles on the drive. So I've been very happy with the move. 
it really makes all the difference in, in the world because how can you enjoy your horses if you're constantly worrying about them? I mean, it's, Absolutely. it's, it's difficult. So you're right. The little extra drive or a little extra time is worth the peace of mind. Good Besides, for you. It gives her time to listen to us, yeah. Helena. Truth. Truth. <laughs> <laughs> and that's true. No, you, the drive goes by quite quickly, you know, between I'll get horses in the morning every day that I'll download for the way there and then listen to Scoop or Spaz Show or even the driving show I've been starting to get hooked on as well. Um, so I appreciate that I've got 5,000 episodes now to get That's me right. through that drive. <laughs> catch up, girl. You have a lot of catching up to do. You know, it's funny, Helena, <laughs> how many people have told me recently that they're listening to the driving show and they have no intention of ever going, of driving a horse, uh, but they love Wendy. Yep. They just listen for Wendy. <laughs> so, uh, I love Wendy. Yeah, she's a lot of fun. She's great. And, and you know, the tips are not exclusive to drivers, no. I don't think. I, I've learned a thing or two from her. No. So, yeah, no. it's, it's fun. Her Chinese uh, medicine uh, stuff is, is re- it applies to anybody. Anybody, any horse, anything. Absolutely. So now uh, let's yeah. talk about this guy of yours. Uh, you have a boyfriend. His name is Colin. I and do. He's been a boyfriend for a long time. So what's a his problem? long time. What's going on here? What's the problem? Well, so we've, we did long distance. For, so we've been together for six years, and the first five were long distance. So um, we started dating in university. He was doing his master's, his MBA, and I was finishing my undergrad at separate schools. Uh, so we met during an internship program. We were both working at the same place over the summer, um, went back to finish our respective degrees um, on other sides of the province. Um, and then when we graduated, we both got really good permanent full-time jobs in our fields, um, but both in our hometown, um, which are different places. They're four hours apart. Um, so because we had just come out of school and graduated, we were so fortunate to have these great jobs because a lot of you know our friends were not finding jobs. So we said, we need to jump on this opportunity Build up our resumes a little bit. Um, you know, we didn't anticipate it would take four years for us to be able to move to the same place. Mm-hmm. Um, but finally, this past January, I got the job that I'm in now at the university, um, which is in his hometown. So he still has the same job. Um, I've been loving my new one. So I moved here at the beginning of the year and we were able to buy a house and get settled and things are going great. Um, but now I need a ring. <laughs> you want me to call him? You know what? Usually I'm calling to talk the guys out of it, but I figure he's been in this for six years. He, he, you know, he's accepted long ago that he's with a horse girl, so it's time to now just commit. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's beyond me talking him out yeah. of it at this point. Uh, <laughs> so what do you do, so. Glenn? Like, so. You just got to talk to him about managing it? Yeah, now we just have to talk to him about giving her a ring and getting it over with. So, that yeah, okay. that's right. Exactly. Yeah. Now it's time right. to do what you just did and do the whole get married thing. Uh, it's kind of fun, and I, I love say. I love the small wedding idea. You know, I'm not one of those girls that are into this big ball gown at a country club type thing. Like, you know, Helena, I really love and and I think it's so cool what you and Buck just did. Um, you know, I don't know if I'm quite brave enough to do a pop-up wedding because <laughs> as an HR professional, I kind of need to have things planned and yes, control a little bit. Um, but I, yeah, I think it's so cool. So I'm trying to convince him that we don't need this big elaborate wedding, but definitely we, we should be getting something going. So it, hopefully it's, soon. It's a lot of fun. The intimate, the intimacy of it, um, I think just 
you guys can enjoy it. There's zero stress. And honestly, um, if you're going to promise yourselves to each other, that moment is to do it without stress is absolutely exquisite. Yeah. It's absolutely exquisite. Yeah. And like, I have horses I need to afford. I can't be spending <laughs> It's so true. That's what I said to book. I'm like, I want a trailer. So, <laughs> I want yeah. a trailer more than a big wedding. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. and he said, "I want a happy wife," you know, and that's how you do it. Perfect. Well, well now, I think that's the recipe to success right there. Do you force him to listen to our shows? Um, I don't force him, but he's almost indirectly forced in that they're on all the time. So okay. If he's home and I'm making dinner in the kitchen, I have it going through the speakers in the kitchen. Right. Well, so, Colin, if you're listening yeah. right now, get the hell with it. Chop, chop. Let's go. Don't let this one go. She's terrific. Just, okay, she did that help or hurt? You want me to tone it down a little or uh, is that good? No, no, that's great. Okay, go for good. It. All right, good, good. Just one I'll more. make sure to strategically play this episode. Uh, okay, yeah, you do that. In the car when you can't get out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Over the loudspeaker, turn up the volume. Now, uh, I love the fact, too, that when we always ask everybody every week what's the most adventurous place you've ever ridden a horse, and nobody's has ever involved almost getting arrested. So tell us about that. Oh, okay. So last um, summer, some girls from the barn and I, we trailered down to um, a local provincial park. So where I live, my hometown is on Lake Huron. So we have access to these beautiful beaches. And we said, you know what? I think it would be fun to get these horses in the water. Like we have a little pond uh, out back behind the barn. So we splashed around in there a bit. But we're like, we have access to a great lake. Like, what are we doing in this pond? Let's go check out the beach girls. Um, so we trailered down. We went for a beautiful trail ride um, through the park and then finished it off on the beach. So, you know, it was late summer, early fall, not a lot of tourists or people around. We said, you know, this is great. Looks like a nice, quiet place. Took the horses in the sand. We're playing in the water. All of a sudden, we look over and coming down the surf are two ATVs. Um, and they were park rangers on the ATVs, and they were not happy that we had horses <laughs> on the beach. I guess it wasn't a public area, access area, as we thought it was, um, and it was actually part of, you know, the conservation park, no animals. Oh, no. Um, so we had the opportunity to splash around, get in the water, and hightail it out of there before they actually caught us. <laughs> Oops. There are no horses on the beach. What horses on the yeah. beach? What horses? <laughs> what horses? <laughs> and we did go back and scoop up our poop afterwards. So we left no sign and no trail. So, you know, we did the best we could. That's good because they were probably DNA testing it uh, in the forensic lab. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. sure they would have found us. <laughs> hey, Speaking of which. Yeah, it's so funny <laughs> because Helena took off her spurs at the beginning of the show because you just came back from the beach, right? I did. I did. And, and, um, the birdie always leaves evidence when, whenever we do something that we shouldn't do, which is like once in a blue moon, like I'm a total rule follower when it comes to, you know, riding places on people's properties in the beach. But the one yeah. time I kind of bend the rules a little bit, birdie has to, you know, poop there. And I'm like, Oh, uh -oh. it's okay. It's organic. <laughs> <laughs> People give you the hairy eyeball and you're like, no, it's all natural. Really? The tide will wash it away. Promise. I'm like, oh my God, is the tide coming in or going out? Please let it be coming in. Right. 
<laughs> well, let's uh, get, before we run out of time here, let's get to the rapid yeah. fire questions. Okay. Rapid fire questions. Here we go. Nicole, what is your favorite food? Poutine. Do you know what that is? No. Oh, I so do. I uh, do. I just had poutine this week. Do. I just had poutine this week. Oh, good. Isn't it amazing? Oh, I so love for those poutine. American listeners that don't know about poutine, um, it's a Canadian dish and it's French fries topped with cheese curds and then loaded with gravy. Oh, my. Now, it's about 80,000 calories in one plate. And it is worth every single bite. We found a place here in Ocala. I put out a message on a on a Facebook page for food in Ocala, and they said, oh, this place doesn't have it on the menu, but they'll make it for you. Oh, my God. It was hand-cut Ooh. French fries, the cheese curds, and the best gravy ever. And, ugh, it's so good. So I'm, little, I'm like, my, <laughs> I have to wipe my mouth right now because <laughs> it's so I, good. You're like French fries topped with, and then you started to say cheese. And I was like, all right. And then you said curd. And I was like, oh my God. Cheese curds. I had never had them before. They are different than, you know, it is different nope. than cheese. It is different. Yeah, yeah. But it's delicious. Like once you get that bite, once you get a, um, uh, I don't want to say acclimated to it, but t- a taste for it, you love it. Right. Right, Nicole? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And when you eat them just fresh, like as a normal curd, they kind of squeak a little bit, and that's how you know they're fresh. Um, But when you put them on the hot fries with the hot gravy, they get super melted, all gooey and stringy, and they're just perfect. And now ours had really salty gravy, and I like salt, so it was perfect for me. Is that the way it is up there, too, kind of the salty gravy? Yeah, so traditionally it's like um, a beef gravy, so typically pretty salty, and the saltier the better. I'm with you, Glenn. Awesome. (laughs) Now I want to go get some. I don't even want to ask her the next question. I just want to kind of ride the wave of the first question. So what's your least favorite food? Seafood. Anything that dwells in water. I hate it. Oh, man, I'm going to marry you if if, uh, he doesn't because uh, (laughs) we're just good for food here. I know. All right. What's your biggest equestrian pet peeve? I think it's just kind of... The judginess, I don't know. Like, you know, the horse world is a big world, but it's also a very small world. Um, and I think, you know, I, I want to think the best of people and think we all are good intentioned and are just there for the love of the horses. So I just, I don't understand why so many horse people, especially online, feel the need just to throw out all of this judgment all the time. Like, I don't know what it accomplishes. Um, super counterproductive and not making anybody feel good or being helpful. So, yeah, I, I just, I really struggle with why that is so big and it seems to kind of flourish in the horse world, unfortunately. I can't disagree with you. All right. Uh, so, well, yeah, now. But if- not on the auditor page. I'll do another plug for the Horse Radio Network auditor page because there is no drama there. It's right, Glenn. See? And Glenn works really hard. And it's not that we have to work hard. I don't have to do much, anything. <laughs> right. Pretty much. Well, you worked hard to um, create an environment that was positive and friendly to begin with. And I think with. we I mean, did. Actually, we worked hard at that, Helena. I think that yes. that is 
that is because everybody that that's on that page pays one to, something to be there, right? That's they true. donate something every right. month to be there, and that makes a difference. Plus, there really are super fans, and we worked really hard from the day Helene and I started these shows to make it a positive, fun experience. And that it would that you wouldn't be in bitchy world, right? So yep. I, I think that's right. why it's worked. And those people that are in there, and by the way, if you want to become an auditor, go to stablescoop.com and click on the auditor banner for as little as a dollar a month. Um, <laughs> so you can, <laughs> did I do that right fast enough? So yeah. um, that's why it is that way, I think, in there. I really don't have to, I've deleted two posts in the what, two years it's been up. Yep. Uh, and those people wow. wrote and apologized to me and said I wasn't <laughs> sure if it was okay. And they weren't bad. I, I just didn't they f- think they fit the environment. So Yeah, uh, it's a slippery right. slope. You can, you know, it's just like anything. Um, it, it's sort of like attracts like. And if something gets up there that's on, on the line and somebody's not having a great day, it can snowball into something that we don't want it to snowball into. Now, it's not to say that mm-hmm. there we don't have legitimate grievances in the horse world and that there are plenty of things. There's... It's such a diverse group, but the only thing that we have in common are horses. Every, you know, everything else in our lives can be extremely different. So you're going to have some friction, understandable. But, you know, having the emotional maturity to deal with that friction in a calm, cool, collected way is a whole nother story. But um, so I'm kind of glad that you you actually brought this up because a lot of other people have brought up very specific things that people do, but those specific things fall under the umbrella of what you just said. This this right. overall like this dark energy. So, um, yeah. but so then there's, you know, like us, we create this community that's really more about, well, what do we love about being in this community? We love our horses. We love other people who love horses. Let's focus on that. And funny enough, the drama just, there's no room for it because our days and our time are filled with love and happiness and unicorns exactly. and rainbows and kittens. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm off my soapbox now. Soapbox now. Um, let's move on. <laughs> Do you have a favorite professional or celebrity equestrian? Well, I don't know if I need to answer this after yesterday's interview, <laughs> but definitely Charlotte. Charlotte Dijon, <laughs> queen of dressage. That definitely cemented her in permanent favorite equestrian status. If you want to hear mind, that, just sure. go to Horses in the Morning, uh, go to Monday's show, which as you're listening to this will be the 17th, and uh, the beginning of the show uh, you were on describing what what that was like, so go check that out. Okay. What is the most terrifying thing you've ever done, and would you do it again? All right, so back to growing up on a great lake is that our winters are vicious. So there's winter in Canada, and then there is winter on a great lake. And it's compounded even more. So the lake effect snow essentially is just driving winds all the time and they blow the snow sideways. So you're driving down the highway to go to work. The snow is pelting across your vehicle and the visibility is literally zero. So I've had many, many white knuckle moments (laughs) trying to get to work only to get there find out that they're closing the highway and we all need to go home again. So that has definitely been very scary for me. Um, Hopefully don't have to do it again now that I've moved and I'm a little bit more inland. So the snow just kind of falls straight, more of a snow globe effect than a, you know, a blinding driving. Yeah. Pelting mess. Yeah. Yeah. So I've I've had some scary drives for sure. Nicole, Mm. we have an extra room in Florida if you're interested. Saying. (laughs) Oh, He's thank fresh. you. Thank you. <laughs> it's, fresh. it's beautiful here today. I was just looking. My sister shared 
a post from Facebook a year ago today, and there was tons of snow on the ground in her backyard. And now I'm sitting out here, um, and it's, you know, 25 degrees Celsius here in Canada. It's beautiful. So strange. All right, Helena, time for one more. One more. Okay. If your horse could speak, what single question would you ask him? Well, I would want to know which of his paddock buddies keeps biting him on the butt. <laughs> because he comes in every day with a new scrape and bite. So other horses stand there looking so innocent, and I cannot figure out who the culprit is. So I want to know. Time for a GoPro so it, camera on his halter. <laughs> we need a little, like, like NCIS for the paddock or yeah. something, right? Isn't I don't watch I TV, so. but I think that's one of those shows or one of those or CSI. You need to do a DNA <laughs> test yeah. of the slobber uh, and find out whose bite it is. The slobber. <laughs> uh, yes, it's been an ongoing mystery, so I'm going to have to figure out something. Well, Nicole, Excellent. thank you so much for joining us both times this week. We really appreciate it. Now, you have a cha- well, Colin, you have a challenge. One is get the ring on it. And then, Nicole, you both have a challenge. I want to hear something really clever from you guys for Radiothon this year to be in the prize pool. Okay? Okay. Well, I've seen the prizes, so I am definitely getting the gear spinning in my head and trying to come up with something super creative and fun. So, yes, you'll hear from us for sure. All right. And, and later on in the show, Helena. Helena doesn't even know what the grand prizes are, so we're going to talk about that after we do the tip. Thanks, Nicole. Thanks, Nicole. It was really Thank nice to get to know you. Day. Bye-bye. Yes, so nice to talk to you. Bye. This winter grooming tip is brought to you by Horseware Blankets. Joining us are two of the top grooms in the country of Enter Philip Dutton's groom, Emma Ford, and Cat Hill from World Class Grooming. Our horseware winter grooming tip of the week is brought to you by Emma, and we are talking about prepping for winter clipping, which a lot of people have to do. And we're, we live in Florida, so I end up clipping my, my pony twice a year. So talk to us about preparing for it. Okay, well, if you're in Florida, you're very lucky. You probably can get to wash your horse before you clip all the time. So this is more for people that are in the colder climates and don't have the luxury of um, a nice heated wash stall. Or maybe some, some, a lot of barns don't even have heated water. Um, so this is just a helpful tip on how to best prepare that coat ready for a nice clean clip and hopefully uh, as few track lines as possible. Um, first of all, you want to make sure you curry your horse really, really well to lift up any um, dirt and debris that's lying um, at the bottom of their hair. And then um, you can actually... Use our winter washing technique, which um, is toweling off with um, a damp rag that's been soaked in a bucket of warm water that has detergent and a bit of baby oil in. Um, This helps, again, to lift off that dirt that you've um, brought up to the surface from your very, very good curry. Um, When the horse um, is completely dry, you can then go to your witch hazel and wipe them over, and that's uh, another very effective way of lifting up um, as much dirt as possible. Um, again, I'd rather use the witch hazel as opposed to rubbing alcohol just because it's more um, not so tough on the horse's skin and it doesn't dry it out. Um, and then finally, right before you start clipping, you can add a very um, light 
um, finishing spray such as Magic Sheen to aid in your clipping so that the clippers can glide through that coat pretty easily and uh, make short work for you and hopefully have a nice clean clip at the end of it. Very good, Emma. And of course, after they're clipped, they can wear their horsewear blankets. That's what you're going to need that because it's chilly and they're naked. Well, Emma, where can people find out more about what you guys do? Um, you can find us on the web or on Instagram and Facebook, um, all using World Class Grooming. Worldclassgrooming.com. And don't forget your book. You have an excellent book that would make a wonderful Christmas gift for any of the horse people in your life called World Class Grooming. Check it out there. This tip was brought to you by Horseware. Have you ever wanted to own your own Rambo? Well, here's your chance. From October 3rd to November 23rd, receive $50 off any Rambo turnout blanket, including the Rambo Duo, the Optimo, the Original, the Supreme, and all the others in the Rambo turnout line. All you have to do is trade in your old turnout from any brand for a horse in need. Simply visit horseware.com slash trade for more information and fill out the form for the voucher you will need to get your $50 off. The complete list of retailers is at horseware.com slash trade as well. Open to U.S. and Canadian residents only. Go to horseware.com slash trade today and replace that blanket with all the holes for one of the best blankets on the market, the Rambo Turnout. Outline. up next, our Tack and Habit segment sponsored by Horselovers.com. A reviewer this week is Jessica Troop, and she is going to, well, first of all, I have to say I'm not jealous, I'm envious. And I think everybody else is going to be envious because Jessica got to review a new pair of tall boots. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm always eyeballing tall boots. I don't always buy them, but I'm always eyeballing them. So I'm kind of jealous, kind of envious, Jessica, that you got these really cool Ovation Olympia tall boots to review. Welcome to the show. Hello. Well, thank you for having me. So were you in the market for a pair of tall boots or was this just serendipity? Um. Well, I actually was, which was like the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> I had I had a cross-country schooling um that I was doing literally like two weeks after these tall boots came about. And, um, in November I've got a, um, an event that I'm doing actually oh, a few weeks away. So get a little nervous about that. So, um, I, my old tall boots, the sole had actually separated from the boot and I was kind of freaking out because, I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to like get a new pair of boots, break them in. How is this going to work? Um, so then, of course, I felt like the luckiest person in the world when these came along. Um, so, yeah, um, when they arrived, I was like, first of all, really blown away by just like the packaging that Ovation uses. Um, it was like each week comes in its own bag and like, it's just like this really nice, pretty box. I felt like I was opening a Christmas present. Um, and 
I will say they do fit very true to size. Um, so for me and like all of my boots that I've owned previously, I always wear six and a half. And so they, they were exactly the same. Um, so you don't have to worry about having to like bump up or down, which is really nice because sometimes boots can be weird like that. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, there's another brand like size wise, I would say to compare it to, um, but I mean, they're pretty across the board. Um, very true to size. Um, the other thing is they like the weather was just so soft, which I was really surprised by. Um, because usually, like, you have to break them in and like condition them and all that to get them like the way that you want them. Yeah. Um, like, that's why with my last pair of boots, you know, finally falling apart, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to go through this all over again. Um, but with these, they actually, I mean, like, I touched them and I'm like, my husband's sitting there who doesn't know anything about horse stuff. And he saw me, he's like, whoa, those look really nice. <laughs> um, so I, I initially tried them on. They, they fit perfectly. And then I was like, all right, well, I'm going to put them to the test. And I wrote them in a lesson, um, I think, like, the next day. And it was kind of amazing that they did, like, I was expecting them to be super stiff, and they weren't. Okay. Um, I didn't, like, I don't know if anybody experiences this with tall boots where, like, when you first get them, it's, like, kind of hard to, like, get your heels down really nicely because they're, like, yeah. resisting you did not really have that problem with these at all. Um, and of course my trainer is like eyeballing my boots the whole time. She's like, <laughs> where did you get those? <laughs> and I told her and she's like, Oh my God, I hate you right now. <laughs> so um, the, so the, that was, that was really great. The foot design is interesting. It's not a dress boot and it's not a field boot, which I kind of like because for some people who do a little bit of everything, it's, it's nice to be able to have one boot. You could wear these in, in the show ring, can't you, for either discipline? Yes. And that's what I like about them is since I do eventing, um, obviously you've got cross country, you've got jumping and then you've got dressage. So, um, having something that's appropriate for all three phases is really convenient because I tried to do the same thing with the bridle I use because I don't like having to buy a bunch of things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and honestly, I mean, the price point for them is, on, I mean, you can't beat it for what you're getting. Um, I, like, if I if I was going to have to buy boots, um, you know, after the whole soul separation incident, yeah. I would have bought these. Um, just knowing that and then knowing how, like, soft the leather really is um, on the boot. And they clean up very nicely. Um, and I did kind of put them through the test because we did have some mud. And when I showed up uh, to catch my horse the morning we were going schooling, of course, I'm already dressed. And my horse is, like, standing in a little mud pile. And, of course, that day doesn't come when you call him. So I had to truck <laughs> myself out there. And they, they cleaned up very nicely. They, are, they, they didn't let any water in, um, which was really great. Um, so I stayed nice and dry in there, um, while getting my, my naughty, muddy horse. And, um, and then we went cross country schooling that day and I was comfortable the whole time. I was in the saddle. Oh gosh, more than two hours in total. Okay. Cause we took like a group of us and we, you know, did our whole thing and, you know, kind of took turns and all of that. And 
I was comfortable the whole time. There wasn't any moment where I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to get these boots off. Yeah, which um, always, almost always I, happens when you have brand new boots. It doesn't matter how soft they are or how much you pay for them. There's always that, I, yep, I got my first ride and I'm done. And now I can't wait for the 15th ride because that's that's when you really start to feel like they're they're fitting comfortably. You know, one of the things that um, is interesting about these boots is the spur rests are off to the side. Instead of being directly behind your heel, they're set off at like a 45 degree angle. Do you wear spurs when you ride? Did you use these? Um, I actually don't. Um, but my okay. friend did comment on that. Uh, she thought it was like a really nice feature that they had. Um, yeah. I currently don't ride with spurs. It wasn't something I didn't, I got to really experiment with much. Looking at the close-up on the of the photo on the website, I, I got a little excited because um, I just it, depending on the types of spurs that you use and whatever, I, I think that this is it's just a much more secure place for for the spurs to rest and convenient because you've got it has that zipper cover that goes over the heel, which is really nice, and then so you it allows you to it's just a nice design, it's a, a thoughtful design, and I can't wait to get my feet to pair, <laughs> pair well, that, them. That is a big question <laughs> on boots like this: is uh, how sturdy is the zipper? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the zipper is really good. Um, the thing I like about it is you pull it up. It's got you know nice little zipper pull on it, and it just feels very secure. It's not gonna like you know right before you snap the the top snap. You're like, oh, is this gonna like come? You know, is it is it gonna come down any before I snap it? It doesn't do that. Um, and I did notice that the snaps um are like stay on very well. Um, I, I think they might have some kind of like magnetic closure or something um, because they, I've noticed that they, you just go to put it on them and they, they snap very, very nicely. Huh. Um, so well, that and, that's, um, and as you mentioned, the price is right on this right now. Horselovers.com has them for 206 bucks, which for everything you described is a really good price. Come in a multitude of sizes, regular, regular, tall, slim, slim, talls, and all the different sizes from, from like six and a half through, I'm looking here from through tens. So you can get all the different sizes there. They come in black and brown also. They do come in brown too. So check, go check them out at horselovers.com. Com. They're the Ovation Ladies Olympia Tall Boots. Put an Olympia, just type in Ovation Olympia, and they'll come up in the search. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And uh, have fun with you. By the way, the way we do this, uh, who gets to test the, test the uh, products, is we post them in our auditor Facebook page. It's one of the advantages of being an auditor. And Jessica was first to pop on and take these boots. And I think every auditor in the place, all 160 of them were mad at you that day. So. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Even I was a little envious. <laughs> yeah, like, damn. Yeah, they weren't envious. They were just pissed. I was <laughs> like... <laughs> For the record, it is the reason a friend of mine became an auditor. She uh, saw me show up to the barn in those, and she's like, oh, my. Hey, why not, man? <laughs> there are benefits to being an auditor. So We thank- have no shame. We yeah, have that's no right. shame. We have no shame. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you.
Dr. Rose's Remedies Skin Treatment Salve and Spray are 100% all-natural products. They are anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, antiviral, and antifungal. Dr. Rose's are made with all human-grade ingredients and are safe and effective for treatment for all manner of cuts and scrapes on your horse. And Dr. Rose's is the must-have product here at the Horse Radio Network headquarters to keep PT Scooter's delicate white pasterns free from dew poisoning and scratches. Ask for Dr. Rose's at your local tax store or feed supplier or visit them online at drrosesremedies.com. That's drrosesremedies.com. Well, Dr. Roses has been a long-time sponsor of the show, so we really appreciate that. We use his product. Well, we might use it on ourselves, too, but don't tell anybody. Shh, shh. We, so we have some in the house and the barn. I have news for you. We're announcing it here first on the Stable Scoop Show, and that is we have the grand prizes nailed down for Radiothon, which is only six weeks away on Cyber Monday, November the 28th. Do you want to hear them? Yes. All right, one winner. Now, we're going to have prizes every hour. And so multiple prizes, some hours, that we're going to give away every hour. But the grand prize, at the end of the day, during the eventing hour, at 9 o'clock at night, after 12 hours of being live on the air, one person will win over $500 of stuff from Noble Outfitters. So the, you're, it's going to be a whole array of products from Noble Outfitters, which is one of which we've done reviews on this year. How many times, right? Um, right. And I had all kinds of terrific reviews. You're going to win a blanket from Weatherbeta, and also you're going to win a year's supply of Redmond Equine Rock. So you're going to have a year's supply of Redmond Equine. You're going to have a weather-beater blanket and over $500 worth of merchandise from Noble, Noble uh, Outfitters. So you're talking a total of over $1,200 worth of stuff. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> How you win that is you have to submit a voicemail, and we'll have more details on that in the weeks to come. You have to submit a voicemail so that we can play them on the show. That was a big part of last year's Radiothon was all the many voicemails. And so think of something fun and clever, uh, maybe a song, rewrite a Christmas t- a song or a poem. Uh, if it's about Helena and I, you get extra bonus points. Um, and then we put all those names in a hat and we draw to see who wins surprises all day and then in the evening. The other way you can win is by calling us that day and having a chat with us live on the air. So you either leave us a voicemail or call us live anytime during the 12 hours and you get added to the list. So, And then we do the drawing all day long, every hour for the prizes. And then everybody goes back in the pot for the big drawing at the end of the day for the grand prize. So that's how it's done. That's the rule. And we're going to be announcing more about that coming up soon. So start thinking about what you want to do for your voicemails or when you give us a call. This year's theme is your fantasy ride. If you could pick any horse from history or current to ride on Christmas Day, what horse would it be? So it's your fantasy ride. We're going to even be asking the celebrities that question because I think, and it can be a horse from history too that's been long dead. Doesn't matter. Uh, we want to know your fantasy ride. I think that's going to be a fun theme this year. That'll be a very fun theme. Yep. So that's it. That's what. Uh, that's what. That's what's going on, and we're, we'll be announcing more about the hourly prizes coming up in the weeks to come. Are you excited? 
I I am excited. Except you can't win. I wish I could get some of the prizes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're right. excited, but you can't win. So I might yeah. secretly call. I'll have I'll have like a secret. You have Gracie call send in, in something? Uh, yeah. No, because uh. she's not good like that. Like she can't commit crimes and keep a straight face. <laughs> She's, you have a lot a of relatives, person. though, that you could get to uh, help out. <laughs> I know. They'd want this stuff for themselves. Though. Yeah, They'd that's true. They're all me. horse people. So They'd yeah, double won't. cross me. <laughs> that's true. That wouldn't help, would it? Uh, nope. Sorry, you're just screwed. Uh, so, <laughs> so, Helena, where can they find your show? Your other show? They, my other show, which actually we've been posting a lot of horsey stuff on there lately, thatnewportshow.com. We air a new episode every week. Uh, we're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, or the web. Very good. That newportshow.com is where you can find it. Of course, you can find all of our past episodes at stablescoop.com or on our app, iOS or Android. Just search for Horse Radio Network. We're one of 10 different shows on the app. I think that's all I've got. What about you? That's plenty. Um, I'm still recovering from that beach ride. We'll have to talk about it next week. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Let's do that. Next week. Yep. We had a good old gallop, and I'll tell everybody what happened. How was Brody? Was he rateable? Was he crazy? What happened? But until then, dream that's on every girl's bucket list to go galloping on the The beach. beach. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Well, if you guys are listening, follow us on Instagram, that Newport show. Um, I always post pictures of what I do with Brody around our home, our farm in coastal Rhode Island. And there's, it's pretty cool actually. So if you want the story that goes along with those photos, then you have to tune into stable scoop. But, you know, um, and so that would be next week. You'll get another episode with Stable Scoop is also weekly. We do love your feedback. So follow us on Facebook, follow our tweets, Instagram, everywhere. We're everywhere. You just need to follow us. Get the love. And if you want to become an auditor, don't forget, just go to stablescoop.com and click on the auditor banner for as little as a dollar a month. You can do that, too. All right. That's Glenn, it. Will you, say, will you say thank you to our sponsors? Oh, Yes, we'd like to thank our sponsors also, horselovers.com, Dr. Rose's Remedies, and of course, Horseware for doing the uh, winter tips, the winter grooming tips with us this winter. We really appreciate them as well. Okay, now I'm done. Now you're done. Well, thank you for joining us this week. That's it. There will be more next week. Until then, happy scooping. (laughs) 